what's kind of the heart and soul of every single podcast for you? What's the key that you want people to take away from each and every one? That they have the power to decide it's their turn to have the life and the business and the confidence that they 100% can do whatever the fuck they want to do. It is 100% possible. There's no reason in hell why I've been able to do it and every other guest and you, there's people that have had it way worse than us and have like crushed us in life and business. But I truly believe you and I are probably two of the happiest humans ever. There's no reason for it besides the fact that we just fucking decide it every single solitary day. Are you ready to decide it's your turn to live your most purposeful, profitable, passionate life? I'm Christina LeCure, former professional golfer turned confidence and success coach. I truly believe every one of us was put here for a God-given purpose, and it is our responsibility to live that fully. For well over a decade now, I've been turning my life as well as countless others around from feeling unworthy, incompetent, and without a purpose to living a life I cannot wait to wake up for even on days when shit hits the fan. And it all started with a decision. Yeah, you heard that right. I said God and shit in the same sentence. So clearly this won't be your typical podcast, but what I can assure you is that each week myself and my guests are going to enlighten you, fire you up, and having you walk away with stories and strategies to not only boost your confidence, but give you hope that at any moment in time, you have the power to decide it's your turn. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Today is a day. It is 100 episodes of the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. I just want to tell every single one of you humans who happens to be listening to this, whether you are someone who's listened to every single episode, whether you are someone who is just catching this episode now for the very first time, I just want to tell you, I am so unbelievably grateful for you. Gratitude is something that I lived my life by for the last 10 to 12 years. And I am unbelievably grateful to each and every single one of you who tune into this podcast, who have reviewed this podcast, who have sent me a DM on social media at B Christina, or you have texted me the word podcast to 501 one two 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 three three six two it is me answering every single solitary message and i am unbelievably grateful and i am so so thankful that you guys tune in each and every single week and it is like my pleasure to do this and i cannot believe we're 100 episodes in and so 100 episodes in i figured i'd bring back the number one most requested guest of all time ever to answer a few questions that some of you have had, that my coaches had, that my team has asked, that my clients have asked me to, you know, respond to on this podcast. And I thought there was no better person in the world to bring back than the most favorite guest of all time, my amazing husband, who's making so many noises and I want to slap him in the corner. But I did work out before this, getting back into gratitude and just getting in the right mind frame for this. And I just love you to pieces, my love. And thank you so much for doing this. And you guys, he has a notebook. He has a phone app. He has all the things because we are polar opposites in a lot of regards. I wing 90% of things. He has a list from A to Z, top to bottom, left to right, one to a hundred. And here he is the love of my life, who I sometimes want to kill, but I love you so much. Thank you for doing this. I'm going to turn it over to you now. So I just want to start by saying how proud I am of you. I remember when you went back and forth for a very long time, it seemed like about, do I do a podcast? Do I start a podcast? Should I do it? How do I do it? I don't know how to do it. All the things that um, anyone in business or anyone trying to step out and do something different or something hard, the things that you go through. And so I remember very, very well you going through that and talking about it and then just, you know, diving in head, head first like you do so often. And so I'm very, very proud of you for um, hitting your 100th episode. Um, I know it's not easy. I don't do it. I've been on here a few times and, uh, you know, it's it's not a check the box kind of thing like I typically like. It's a lot of winging it. So uh, I'm not really, really not that good at winging it, but we're going to do the best that we can today with asking some questions that have been provided and uh, also to celebrate you and uh, your 100, 100th episode. 
Well, thanks, babe. And we do like just to put it out there, we do have systems and strategies because if we didn't, this whole fucking goat rodeo of hundreds of clients and hundreds of podcasts and all of the things that we do behind the scenes would never happen. But most of the things that I'm best at is just, you know, the God given reaction that I have. And, you know, I'm just super grateful for that. But yes, there is a lot of strategy. Just so you know, you cannot run a half a million dollar business by just fucking winging it, folks. That's the reason why I do what I do, because you need strategies and systems and, you know, SOPs and all and the amazing team I have behind the scenes. And I do want to point that out really quickly that just a massive thank you to each one of you, all of my clients who have trusted me over the years, my amazing team over the years, I've had you know, numerous assistants, but Ricky, she is my business manager. She's been with me now for over two years. I'm so grateful for you over my coach who's been with me for over two years, Lacey, I'm super grateful for you. And, you know, Kevin and his team who produces podcast week in and week out and Tiffany and Jeremy and uh, Katie and everyone who works on the decide it's your turn team. I'm just super, super grateful for you as well. And thank you, babe, for saying that you're proud of me for doing this because you guys, that is true. When you first start anything, whether it be a podcast or a business or anything in, in, in general, you just don't know what you don't know and you just don't really know how. But the number one thing we do, guys, is we make a decision and we show up to that decision and we take a whole bunch of action and have a whole bunch of faith. So that's how we got to 100 episodes. To be honest with you, that's how we did it. So let's answer some questions. Still a goat rodeo from time to time. <laughs> I don't care if it's 500,000 or 500 million goat rodeo. All right, let's start with some questions. So, so often I'm in business and I'm encouraged by the people around me to, to, uh, as well to start with the end in mind. So we're going to start with, uh, three things. Where do you see yourself personally? Where do you see yourself in business? And where do you see yourself specifically with this podcast five years from now? Start with, uh, start with personal. Holy shit. I'll be 45. 45 years old. That is like old. And yet I feel so young in so many regards. Like I don't feel old enough to like have children and be married and do all the things. And like, number one, I don't have kids and that's my choice. But like, I, we've been together for a hundred years. I don't even feel old enough for that. So five years from now, where am I going to be professionally or personally? You want to start with that. Personally, you and I are still going to have an amazing marriage because we still work on it every single day. We're probably going to be doing very similar things that we do right now. We'll probably be investing a little bit more because in year 40, which is this year, my 40th, we have done 75 hard challenge. We crushed that. We have done really well in business. We have said yes to all of the fun things. And next year, um, 41, our goal is to just start really doubling down our investments because we think, you know, things are going to change with the economic environment. And we've been lucky enough to be smart. And next year, I think we're going to start investing a little bit more. So I'm hoping that that's what we're doing. We're investing, we're saying yes to all of the things like you know, I tell people all the time that like I, I really don't have many regrets over the last probably 10 years or plus, 10 years plus. I don't have any regrets at all because it's led me to today. But I literally just want to be living the life that I live today. And I think that that not very many people can say that there isn't something at 45 that I'm really thinking, oh, I, I have to have that at 45. I just want to live the life I have today. And I'm super fucking grateful. And I can't wait to see what it looks like at 45. So basically, you don't see a tremendous amount of personal changes within the next five years. Is that what you're getting at? I'm probably just going to be so much better, so much cuter, so much hotter, so much richer, so much more fun. I'm just going to be so much better than I am right now. Like, I am not getting fucking worse with age. We were on vacation last week, guys, and there was this, like, really, really nice uh, couple in the pool, and we were talking to these ladies, and she's like, oh, girl, from 41 to 45, it goes downhill. I swear to God, you guys, I, like, bowed up on this woman in, like, the kindest way possible, but I was like, um, I'm sorry, that is a hard no for me, and life does not go downhill at 41 fucking watch me <laughs> <laughs> and yes that is exactly what you did but you are kind about it i agree so okay that's where we are personally how about with your business in five years where do you see um just your business in general in five years with your coaching and your masterminds and your retreats and just the business in general in five years 
just am super grateful that it's going to be probably in the same spot. Maybe it'll be growing because, you know, when you do something consistently time and time and time and time and time again, it gets better. It gets faster. It gets more streamlined. You get better systems, better strategies. And, you know, we get to know more people, more people get to know us and what we do and how we help people build their confidence and live in their purpose and make money and love the life that they're actually currently leading. And I think that, you know, every time one of you share this podcast, we get in one more person's ear, we get one more person deciding that they can live the life and have the business of their dreams because they decided. And so I just think that we'll just continue to grow. I love speaking in front of audiences. So we're definitely going to probably be doing more of that. This podcast is just going to grow and grow. But, you know, again, it's kind of like the personal thing. Not shit is really going to change. We're just going to get better and better. So you would say one of your goals with your business over the next five years is to speak maybe in front of people more like getting back to the live events, getting back to the um, really the live events, I guess, and speaking in front of people. So that's good. What about um, the podcast itself? Where do you where do you see the podcast in five years? You know, I just think that we, again, we get in front of more people, we get bigger guests, we get more yeses to the people that we have asked over the years, we get more exposure and like helping more people decide it's their turn. And, you know, I think the more guests we get on, the more episodes that are downloaded, the more people that share you guys, like, I say this not out of selfishness. I say this because it is up to you. Honest to God, it's up to you to share this podcast. I can only share it with so many people, but you have your core group of people. And I think that there's a big difference. You might not think that you're an influencer, but you are. If you can influence one person to download this podcast, subscribe to this podcast, send me a message on Instagram, text me the word podcast at 501-222-3362. Every time you do that, we get in front of one more person and that's all that matters. I, I don't have to you know, affect a million people. I can affect one person who affects a million people. And I'm super grateful for that. And that is you. And I thank you from the bottom of my soul for just sharing it with one more person. And that's what we're going to continue to do for the next five years. That's great. So that actually is going to change my, I'm going to change my <laughs> checklist a little bit. Cause that leads into another good question that I was going to ask. And it's so funny because I've never <laughs> asked questions. You're the question asker in this family. So give an example of how you and also others um, can help people that they don't even know. I give an example of what can we do or what can other people do? And then an example of what have you specifically done? And I think that's kind of what you finished the, uh, the question or finished your answer on the last question with is about impacting others. Yeah, just share one of these episodes. If there's been an episode that just like hits you to your core, and I'm so grateful for you guys because you send me DMs, you send me texts, you like whatever, find me on the internet, send me an email. I don't care how you do it. Maybe you even stop me in the street. If you know me personally and you've never said that you listen to this podcast, you know how much that like matters to me? So fucking much. You can completely make my day by telling me you listen to the podcast because like, Again, I'm not doing this for me. Selfishly, there's other things that I can be doing that actually make money. This doesn't make a dollar. Do I understand that people listen to it and end up signing up for my programs? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, I don't make a dollar on this podcast right now. And I'll tell you, like, it matters to me that you decide. But how you can do it is encourage someone, help someone make a decision, share one thought that one person has said on this podcast. It may not be me. We know we've had what, 60 probably guests, 70 guests on this podcast, because I know I've done a lot of solos, but you know, anywhere between 50 and 60 guests on this on this podcast. And there's been one thought that has changed your life. There's been one thing said that like gave you this moment to decide or this aha moment, or you shared it with your kids or your spouse or your best friend or a random stranger on the street. It's up to you to help people decide it's their turn. You know, we think in this world that everyone fucking knows what we're talking about. You guys, there's no one that knows what I'm talking about 90% of the time. I, I think of the biggest people in our space, like an, like an Ed Milet or an Andy Frizzell or a Meryl Robbins or, you know, Sarah Blakely or Jamie Kerlima or whomever it is in the, the biggest people in this space. 90% of people have no fucking clue who those people are. So you can share something that's going to change someone's life. And that's up to you. And I try to do that every single day. I try to encourage people out on walks. I just try to leave a little hint of something that could change someone's life. So um, that's what I was going to say. And it made me think about a few of the little things that I see. I was, I think setting an example, and you didn't specifically say that, but 
you do a great job of doing little things that set examples for others. So I will use your little um, photography thing that you do <laughs> so often that anytime we're anywhere and we're walking or maybe we're on vacation and there's people that appear to be struggling to take a selfie or maybe there's only two people and they're taking pictures of one another, you immediately go over and offer to take um, their pictures and I can just see their face light up and people get a smile on their face and other people you know, look at that. And I know that's just something that you've done for many, many, many years. So I think just the example that you set um, can really make an impact. Just those little things that you do personally uh, above and beyond the things that you shared um, just a minute ago. So I wanted to share that as well. Just set an example, do little things, take take a, take a photo for somebody when they look like they're struggling. It can really make their day. And um, I don't know, kind of makes my day when you do it. And I see you Aww. do it for other people as well. Thanks, Dink. Okay, you guys, do, you, do babe, do you remember where that came from? Why I started doing that? How do you not fucking remember this? I thought you created it yourself. No, where this came from was, you guys, I've never shared this on the podcast. So Nathan and I got engaged in Hawaii. Oh, yeah, because somebody did it when I when I proposed. I forgot. Yep. Yep. Go so we, we were in Hawaii. Uh, we got engaged, what, it'll be like 12 years ago now. Um, we were in Hawaii and we were walking on the beach in Kauai and I had no fucking clue, like zero. If you guys don't know our whole entire story, we were together for like, I don't know, seven years and then get, and then like, in, what were we engaged seven years and then well, we we're together eight we were engaged, engaged eight. for a year, got married like nine. Or something. Yeah. got married at like nine years together or whatever. Yeah, Cause we just had 10 year anniversary. So it's not, no, years. it's going to be 11 years this fall. I'm talking about yeah, last year. Well, it's a fuck. It's almost December. We got married in December. We got married on Pearl Harbor Day in Hawaii, guys. It's kind of hilarious. But um, all that to be said, we were walking along the beach and he said something to me and I turned around. My mom was with us and I turned around and he was on one knee. Funny thing about it is so hilarious because in the photos, he's got a beer can it behind his back <laughs> and he's got the ring in the other hand. But this random lady on the beach captured every moment on camera and she sent us the photos once she had taken them and from that moment on i was like oh my god that is literally like i have photos of our engagement like the raw like literally crying hysterically like ugly cry face with my mom in the background and him on his knees shaking and all the things but maybe that should be the cover photo for this podcast do you think Depends on what I look like. I don't even remember the photo. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long time ago. We both probably looked cute. We never realized we looked cute, but we probably did. Young. We looked young and cute. Um, but yeah, that was the reason why I do that. And like, it was just life changing that I have those memories on camera. And it was just because some random lady on the beach just took the took the photos and then she said, oh, by the way, I have all these photos. Let me email them to you. I was like, oh my God, you're the best human ever. <laughs> And because of that, you have um, kind of re-gifted that many, many, many times. No, I did not remember that. But now that you say it, I do remember. Again, setting, setting an example. My point, setting an example exactly. does a lot for people. I you love do, it. And you do a great job with that. I love it. What's the next question? <clears throat> what are the best and worst parts of hosting a podcast? Oh, the best part is connecting with so many people and getting to learn so much. Like you guys, I have like an encyclopedia in my hands by just like people coming to connect with us and sharing their ideas on the podcast. And I'm learning little things every single day. I get to meet people from around the world. Like how fucking lucky am I? And then I get to introduce them to you. That's like incredible. Um, the worst thing about the podcast is sometimes I don't feel like I have enough to say, or sometimes I feel like I just, I'm not too sure what you guys want to hear. So that's the reason why I ask you on my social media at B Christina. I always say to you, I'm like, Hey, let me know anything you want me to talk about or any guests that you want. So if you haven't done that, um, please, please, please tell me what you want me to talk about. I think that's probably the worst, like quote unquote, the worst part. It's not bad, but it is the hardest part for sure. So um, to change directions a little bit, and this was a question that I had. Um, so in my business, sometimes I say the best jobs that I ever have are the ones that I don't get. So it's almost like you make a negative a positive. So what's the best thing that's ever happened to you that you originally thought was negative, but in time you realize it was just the most like the best thing that could have ever happened? In business or personal or just the podcast? Business. 
Oh, business by far, no question. We've done a whole episode on this of how I lost $50,000 in gaining confidence. Go back and listen to that episode if you haven't. But 110%. I mean, I had a live event happening in like, what was it, 2018, I guess it was. And um, had a live event and like three days or five days, I obviously I can't remember, it's been a long time, like five days after we started selling tickets, my partner pulled out and I was left with the whole $100,000 bill to put on the event. I was left with selling the event. I was left with putting the event together and putting up the speakers and, you know, the decor. And it was in Austin, like, which is, you know, miles and miles, hundreds and thousands of miles away and all the things. And it was like, that was the worst, hardest four months of my life. And yet it was the biggest blessing ever because I walked away from that thinking, fuck me, if I can do that for the last four months, I can do anything. And I have, and I, I'm so grateful for that experience. I got my ass kicked. I lost tons of money, but it was one of the greatest experiences ever. It was so fun. And um, yeah, worst, best thing that could have happened. Great answer. I do remember all that, but I didn't know that that would still be your answer. So that's that's great. You wouldn't be where you I mean, you would not be standing here doing what you are doing today if it wasn't for that disaster. Yeah. And think about it. Decide it's your turn, which is my whole entire brand, which I have trademarked was that event. And I came up with that like just randomly. We were thinking about the name of an event. I thought I came up with that. Did you really? I think I did. Are you fucking serious? You did not. Did you? I don't know, but I know I did because I had a partner and we couldn't figure out what it was. We were going to do like, it was all over the map. And I was finally like, okay, decide it's your turn. And we, we went with that. And then when she dropped out of the event, I took everything. And I think like shortly right after that, like maybe a year later or a year and a half later, I trademarked it. And that's my whole entire brand. Awesome. That was a big deal. I remember that. God. I remember that. I didn't know that that would be your answer, though. I'm what what do you think would be my answer? I, I Is there anything that you can think of? I didn't know. I think it's different for different people. I just was reading some of the questions other people ask, and I kind of morphed it around a little bit. I know that's so important in my business and something I deal with, but I don't think that I ever, I never share that. I don't ever come out to people and go, God, this was the biggest disaster <laughs> ever, but I'm so glad it happened. I never do that. I think we should do it. I think we should do it more often. That's why. I, ask is so many people look at that as being a negative when yes it was a negative but what all did you get out of it and looking back whatever four years later or whatever that is you're like man i'm so glad that happened because that pushed me to do something really really hard and i probably would not be where i am today if it wasn't for that experience so that's why i wanted you to share it i think that's great okay i have a question for you i know this is the 100 episode but everyone loves you and everyone knows how successful you are i would love for you to share with us what is the biggest disaster slash blessing that's ever happened to you in business well you know the answer to that you just remind me of it all the time but that's what i fucking said i was like there's no way in hell you wouldn't think that mine was the event and but and i know exactly what you're gonna say but like isn't it interesting that i knew i'm just i've got that early intuition i just fucking know everything there is to know about you babe <laughs> yeah you do but again i just wasn't sure that that would be it so i asked the question and maybe somebody's gonna get something from it i had a lawsuit that went on for seven years and many many days and nights and going to arbitrators and all the things that i did i was very very concerned about the well-being of my entire family but i learned so much over those seven years and i wouldn't be who i am or where i am or know the things that I know today if I wouldn't have lived through it. So if uh, if quitting's not the, not an option, everything else is, right? Yeah, the, the number one quote from this podcast of all time, Jamie Johnson, it is still to this day the number one most downloaded episode we've ever had. There's a lot of top ones. Um, so uh, upcoming this fall, we're doing a five-part series called The Client Files, where my clients are interviewing me. It's going to be airing this October and November. And Sarah Faith is a former client of mine, and she interviews me for the podcast. She's been on the podcast before, and hers, I think, has just come up up into the top three most listened to podcasts. So if you haven't checked out Sarah, Faith, and Jamie Johnson's episode, and then definitely your episode too, baby. You've been on two episodes already. This is like the third time. Right? Oh, actually the fourth time because we did the 75 Hard episode together. So there's been a lot of episodes over the years. All right, what's the next question? So when you're doing the podcast, in quote, what's one key? Like what's the consistent key thing 
um, that you want everyone to take away or people to take away? What's kind of the heart and soul of every single podcast for you? What's the key that you want people to take away from each and every one? That they have the power to decide it's their turn to have the life and the business and the confidence that they 100% can do whatever the fuck they want to do. It is 100% possible. There's no reason in hell why I've been able to do it and every other guest and you, there's people that have had it way worse than us and have like crushed us in life and business. But I truly believe you and I are probably two of the happiest humans ever. There's no reason for it besides the fact that we just fucking decide it every single solitary day. So that is the purpose of this, helping people gain the confidence to make the decision to have an epic fucking life. Great answer. <laughs> Um, so clients, mm -hmm. we can't take them all. So what would be the perfect client? What are three qualities in a client? If you have somebody listening and they're thinking, gosh, am I the right client for Christina? Cause it has to go both ways. And I know you go through the process and you interview and you don't take certain clients, maybe if they don't fit or they don't have the right need. So uh, share with everyone what would be like three key qualities in a client to make them um, the perfect client for you or to put them in alignment with uh, your programs and what you do uh, for Decided to Return. Oh, great question. Um, number one, I think I, it would be a person who has absolute passion for what they do and they really want to help another human through what they're doing or like, and they could be that human, you know, a lot of people come from me, come to me, not just for business, but you know, a lot of my clients truly are in either a rock and a hard place, or they want to get to the next level and they want to love themselves. They want to make more money. They want to leave their nine to five. They want to live a life that they're absolutely in love with. They want to, you know, serve another human on this planet. And those are the people I love to work with, the people who are ready to decide it's their turn. I think it's just so important that you're all in. You've burned the bridges. You've decided this is going to be the thing that you do, whether that's learn to love yourself or whether that's start your own business, whatever the fuck it is. It's like burn the bridges. The decision is made. If you are that person who's like enough's enough, I am ready to decide that I'm going to the next level or I'm being happy or I'm starting the business or whatever the fuck it is. That's the ideal person. I think the second thing is, is I really like to work with people who have personal responsibility. You know, I've talked about it on this podcast a ton of times. Like I am a coach, but I'm not like God, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I am helping you figure out what is best for you. And I'm helping you trust that small, still voice inside of you. I'm, you know, we're working together to create the best strategy. We're working together to create the best experience for you. But you can't think that coming to me is going to fix all your problems. I don't want you to think that I'm this fucking magician because I'm not. I know I'm very, very good at what I do. And I know for a fact that I can help you, but you have to take your own part of the pie. Like this is a relationship. This isn't just me fixing all the things. You do this one thing and you're getting it. So I think those two things for sure. And I think, you know, obviously I want them to like me and I want, um, me to like them. I, I don't think I would ever work with someone who is extremely, you know, um, super negative or pissed at life or, you know, are only in it for the money or want to do something kind of out of integrity. I think that those qualities are a non-negotiable for me. And I just don't think that I would probably be the best person for their experience. But if they're all in and they want to absolutely love their life and they know that they they have a big part in the program, then I would fucking love to work with them because I love what I get to do. So if there there are people out there or when there are people out there that listen to this, why don't you, you can go ahead and share. How do they get in touch with you if they have those three qualities and want to uh, reach out to you? stinky i love that you guys so funny um they can reach out to me by sending me the word call c-a-l-l -L, the text me at the number 501-222-3362 or follow me on instagram linkedin that's where we show up the most you can send me a dm on instagram um, be Christina, b-e-c-h-r-s-t-i-n-a because i encourage every single person to be 
them be their most authentic selves, whatever that is, because you were created for a purpose and a reason. So contact me there. You can send me an email on our website. All of the show notes have ways in which to contact me. Hey, y'all, it's Christina. So you hear on this podcast a lot be talking about my clients. Well, I'm obsessed with what I get to do. Let me just say it. I'm the best at what I get to do. I am 100% the best coach that you will find. I am so passionate about helping you gain the confidence to live a life that you're obsessed with and make a fuck ton of money doing it. You guys, one-on-one coaching is my specialty. It's what I do fantastically. It's the reason why I've been sold out for such a long period of time. In 2023, I am going to bring on one, maybe two new one-on-one clients. In order to get the opportunity to have one of those spaces, you have to be on my one-on-one coaching wait list. If this is something that you think that you'd be interested in or excited for, get your name on the one-on-one coaching wait list. The link is in the show notes. You can find that link in my Instagram at bchristina in the bio, or text me the word coach to 501-222. 3362. I'll get your name on the wait list and I will contact you. We will do a discovery call to make sure I am the best fit for you and you are the best fit for me. Like I said, I've been sold out in my one-on-one practice for quite some time, but I will be taking on a couple new clients in 2023. And if you want to be one of them, I cannot wait to connect. So I know we all, including myself and probably most people that are listening, we all try to look like and portray the fact that we have our shit together. And let's be honest, we don't. So share one thing that other people would probably not know or see that is very difficult for you that you just need to put out there. Um, It's really hard for me to not help another human. It's really hard for me to not you know, get upset when I see another person struggling and I feel like I can help them. But I also then go back to like, okay, if God's taking care of me, then I have to trust that God's taking care of them. But I think that that's the hardest part is that I just want to help people so badly. And sometimes either A, they don't want to be helped or B, they don't want to be helped in the way in which I want to help them. And so for me, that's just a really difficult thing. When I feel like I can fix something and I can't fix it, it's frustrating. What is one thing that you need to just let go of? Just let it go. Move on. Oh, fuck. That's a good question. What do I need to let go of? Um, I don't want to say that I'm perfectionist because clearly I'm standing in the closet looking like the hottest mess on the planet right now. I'm not perfect in any regards, but like, I feel like I have a desire to feel like if I say I'm going to do something and I check all the boxes it's supposed to happen in a certain way. And when it doesn't, I get super frustrated or I feel like I'm doing something wrong and I am hard on myself. So does that go back to a lot of times you say you have a hard time, like trusting, like trusting God, like trusting things to happen? Yeah. It's this weird, it's this weird balance between like, I so trust God and yet I so try to step in and take over his job oftentimes. So it's just like this weird balance. Like if I really get still and quiet, like I 100% have trust, but I also overstep my boundaries of like, okay, this isn't your job, Christina. Like everything's worked out for you. But like, I always try so hard. I get stressed and worried about things that like, I probably don't need to get stressed and worried about. So would you say you need to let go of maybe some of the control? It sounds like control to me. Yeah, it's probably a little bit of control. It's like, I like things to go in a certain way. And when they don't, I get frustrated because, you know, I, I, again, I'm like, I do quote unquote, I do the right things, but I sometimes still don't get the result. Like even the 75 hard thing, right? Like if you guys listen to the 75 hard episode, I did everything right. Quote unquote, did everything right. And I never got the result I expected. And that is super hard for me because I feel like I'm failing or I've done something wrong. And that's not necessarily the case. It's just like, that just wasn't the result I got. I did nothing wrong. So it's control. I guess. Fuck, my screensaver says, like, going like God for the last four fucking years. Obviously, I need the reminder every motherfucking day. Yes, let go, let God. That is it. I am, like, I'm still a work in progress. I can still be the best in my industry, but I'm still a work in fucking progress. If you want perfectionism, go fucking somewhere else. So we struck a nerve. (laughs) Of course. Let go, let God. It's on the screensaver. It's never going away, guys. On to the next question now. (laughs) I've got to deal with you for the rest of the day after this. 
who would you love to trade places with? Which makes me think about those stupid movies where like the there's the one where the two dudes trade places and one's like the single bachelor guy and the other one's got the family and the kids. I don't remember what it is, but this was one of the questions that was given to me. And that's what it made me think of. Like if you're in one of those dumb movies and you could just accidentally trade places with someone for a couple of days and then I don't know. A couple months later, you could trade back, or a few days later, like wh- who would you trade with? I would immediately. My immediate thought is probably something that most people wouldn't think of. I would immediately want to be like one of the greatest athletes in the world. So I would want to be like a Tiger or a Jordan or a Serena or you know whoever the best in the best, a Gretzky or whatever. Not saying that I like idolize any of these people, but I would just want to see how it felt and what it took to be the fucking goat like i want to know like i want to be in their body and like experiencing like the fucking adrenaline of being the best in the world and what it takes to be the best in the world interesting i wouldn't have that's not i don't know what i thought but i wouldn't have thought that and if you're gonna do that you need to like pick someone younger like all three (laughs) of those folks are like done (laughs) maybe like a patrick mahomes maybe like, I don't know, like the best of the best, like who is the best of the best of the best in their sport that's young and cute and like. Because well, if, if you traded with them today, they'd be sitting on the couch. All those people you just mentioned. Fuck yeah. No shit, eh? I mean, so you, really, you really want to trade places with Jordan today? No, fuck. No, I <laughs> Back know, when he was good. I know Jordan today. I've seen him on the golf course before. That guy's Dude's drinking and smoking cigars right now. That's what you want to be? You want to he, drink well, and smoke? Well, he is cups? gambling like a million dollars a day. You know how much I love to gamble. So maybe. Who maybe. Knows? Maybe. Um. What is one piece of advice? So if you could just give one very, very brief piece of advice today, what would it be? But how is that different or or what would make it different from the same question 100 episodes ago? So if on episode one, I said, Christina, what's the number one piece of advice you would give? What would it have been? And then today, what would the number one piece of advice be? They got to, I know they got to be different. I want to say that they're exactly the same. Just fucking do it. Decide, take action, just decide. I think that that was like, that's the number one thing. You know, all of the years that I've been doing this, I've got on hundreds of discovery calls. I've talked to so many people about my programs. You know, on average, you guys, I have about a 30, 35 to 40% rate where people say yes. So 35 to 40% of people say yes to working with me. So that means 60 to 70% of people say no. And that's the number one thing that fucking pisses me up. Not because of fucking money, not because of anything like that. Like I got enough money. I'm fine. It's all good. I get so pissed because people are not deciding it's their turn. I get so pissed when I know a person is waiting. Like even today I was talking to someone and they'll never know because this episode doesn't come out for a while, but even today I was talking to someone, well, I'll, I'll do the next retreat. We've got a lot of expenses this fall or I'll do the next time or whatever. It's like, no, the fucking next time is not the right time. The The right time was fucking probably five years ago for me to have started a part podcast. There it is right there. If I, if I had to go back, I would have started the podcast five years ago. I would have started the podcast on day one. I probably would have done it on YouTube on day one. I would have said yes to a thousand more things. I would have probably spent a hundred thousand dollars more in my coaching the first year because I would have just fucking gone double down on everything. Like the answer is now guys, the answer is decided like fucking a year ago. But now that you haven't decided a year ago, decide today. So that's what you're saying. You're seeing today, a hundred episodes later, the main thing that you would do, you would have taken your own advice. What would you have done? The number one piece of advice that you would give and give others, it would be different is you would have taken your own advice. You wish a hundred episodes ago, you would have taken your own advice and you would have taken action sooner. Is that correct? Totally. I wish this is, I wish this was episode a thousand. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's great. Okay, that makes sense. Give a, and I know neither one of us are that great at this, but give a personal win for everybody. Give a personal win and then also, um, like, what do you, quote, love about you? What do you love about yourself and a personal win? They can kind of tie together. A personal win is that, like, I really keep my integrity no matter what. Like, 
it's just so fucking important to me. And I've been saying it on social media so much lately. Like my integrity is everything. The minute you lose that, you're toast in my opinion. And like, so I'm winning in the fact that like, I'm not deviating. I'm winning in the fact that like my message stays the same. I'm winning in the fact that like, I know what I believe and why I believe it. And I'm not fucking deviating off of it for anything or anyone period. So I'm winning for that. And what do I like about myself? I like the fact that I'm fun. I like the fact that I know what I believe and why I believe it. I like the fact that like, I actually care so much about human beings. Like that's my number one thing. Like, I love the fact that I care about human beings. I think it's just like the greatest quality ever. And I'm super proud of that. Over the last uh, 100 episodes, who is your favorite quote, favorite guest besides me? fuck that's really hard uh has there you know there's been a couple of guests that have said things that like really hit me to my core i remember jordan dooley said something that really hit me to my core jordan lee dooley if you go um she's definitely kind of deviated in in her messaging lately she's definitely into like clean beauty and stuff now but if you go listen to that podcast that was a really good one she said a few things in there that really hit me strong and um you know jamie He's one of my best friends. And so I really liked him. Justin Pointer, he's, you know, changed my life. So um, Justin's podcast was always so good. There's just so much wisdom in that podcast. I've been told time and time again, it's one of people who really like for you devoted people to the podcast. There's a lot of you that absolutely love Justin's podcast, Justin Pointer. That was early on. Gosh, there's just been so many really, really good ones. You know, there's one coming out this fall that I think is really good that I I was actually surprised I liked as much. And it was talking about the power of words. And it was, it was, it was surprising. I I didn't really know the guy. It was a recommendation um, to be on the podcast. And when I interviewed him, I, I was surprised at how much I really liked it. So just overall, I'm, I'm super grateful too for like the past and current clients who have been on the episodes. And they're probably the ones that get downloaded the least because they're quote unquote, not famous people, but they're probably the ones that impact people the most because they're just like you who's listening to this podcast. They're not a celebrity. They're, they're a mom, they're a dad, they're a husband, a wife, and they are trying to decide it's their turn. And I'm so grateful to my clients who have been on, on the podcast. I couldn't name them all, but, um, look for the people that, you know, on the show who are just like me and you, and those are probably the ones, the episodes that are, are some of my favorites. So it's great that you say that because that was going to be how that was going to kind of be the next question or how I was going to tie that together was, is there a difference between, you know, your quote favorite um, person on the podcast versus the most impactful? But you kind of answered that. So some of your most impactful uh, podcasts have actually been some of your clients or some quote, not necessarily famous people. Is that correct? Yeah, totally. And I think the thing about it, you guys is like, I don't have my clients on here. Yes. It's a, it's, it's a great thing for you guys to hear when my clients are on the podcast, because you probably go, Oh, I'm just like them. Oh, I can work with Christina too. Oh, there's no big secret or there's no big thing that you have to have in order to decide it's your turn to have a fucking epic life in business. So I think it's, it's helpful for you to see that it's just everyday regular people people who you know that don't make millions of dollars the people who have normal jobs people who have regular lives that are still you know working with me in either a mastermind or a one-on-one setting like my women's mastermind gets sold out every year because it's so fucking good and you need to connect with like-minded women you just have to like it'll change your fucking life and my one-on-one coaching is definitely more of an intensive thing and it's for men and women but you know, I, I like when my clients, because I just know how they're on the podcast for a reason. I just don't bring clients on just to fucking have them on. They're on the podcast for a reason because I'm showcasing how fucking epic they are and what they do in this world. And, um, yeah, those are the ones that are most impactful to me and, you know, you guys too. So pay attention to those ones that even if you don't know who they are, pay attention because the message is there for a reason. Great. All right. That's a good answer. Um, so changing gears a little bit, describe your perfect day. Oh, fuck. You knew what I was going to say. We, we talk about this all the time. 
wake up early, go for some sort of walk. I my ideal breakfast, you guys, like let's just put this out on the table. My perfect breakfast is some kind of fruit with a fuck ton of peanut butter and jelly, maybe a biscuit and a pancake, maybe a piece of bacon and definitely some mimosas. Like I don't eat super healthy, especially like on vacation, but as long as there's peanut butter involved, you can put that shit on a shoe and I'm happy human. Let's be real. Um and the funny thing about peanut butter is when I was a kid, my dad always made peanut butter and butter sandwiches and i'd rather go starving to death than eat that and now peanut butter is like my favorite thing on the planet but um it would start with like a delicious brunch breakfast probably a walk on the beach with a sunrise you would be with me um then it would be like sitting by the pool we would be able to watch some sort of sports. We would be able to like bet on something. You know, I love to gamble. I love a little action. We'd probably maybe play some golf end with a delicious meal. Not because I care about the meal, because you care about the meal for sure. There would have to be some like bougie wine and steak and all the fun things. And we'd end with us, you know, some sort of sunset, maybe a concert and definitely some sort of delicious dessert like Mastro's warm butter cake. By the way, if you've never ate a Mastro's warm butter cake, you can't die. You're not allowed to die until you eat one of those because that is the best thing on the planet, the best food that was ever created. Sounds like a heck of a day. And I appreciate the fact that you're going to bring me along for it. <laughs> so talking about your guest and your favorite and the, um, the impact and the impactfulness of some of your maybe lesser known guests, but who would be your dream guest? If you could just say right now on this podcast, will blank be on my next podcast who would that be and why i you know there's a few i've i've reached out to danica patrick mel robbins and ed mylett for a long time obviously you know i've never reached out to oprah however one of my amazing clients candace and her podcast all things relatable she has actually reached out to oprah because she just is like that's just who she is. She's a fucking unicorn and she's amazing. Candace Dunaway, check out her podcast, All Things Relatable. But Mel Robbins, Ed Milette, Danica Patrick, those are people that I've definitely reached out to um, over the years. And I, I reach out, you guys, this is like, quote unquote, a secret. And it, you can look at it as a secret or maybe you're going, oh, well, it hasn't fucking worked. So maybe it's not a secret. But every single solitary year, I send an email to those people and their teams and they tell me no. And I say, OK, sounds great. I'll talk to you next year because I will fucking send an email. And, you know, as long as it takes, I'll keep asking. And maybe at one point in time, I won't give a shit anymore. And maybe the podcast will get big enough or whatever it is, or maybe we'll quit or who knows. Um, I have zero plans to quit and I have zero plans to give up. Uh, continuing to ask. But I also know that, you know, everything happens in its time and reason. I'm actually glad I never got any one of those big guests, like the first few episodes that I thought I would really like, because I, I definitely think the podcast has gotten better. I feel like I've gotten better at asking the questions and listening. I think listening is is definitely a skill that you need um, to be doing this podcast. Good answer. So what is, like at the end of the day, or the end of your life, or whatever you want to call it, what is one thing you want to be known for slash remembered for? Who I was as a human and what I cared about and caring about humans. That's it. Like, I just don't give a shit. As long as I made someone feel good and helped them decide it was their turn to have a great fucking life, my life has been set. I don't have to impact a million people. I don't have to make millions of dollars. I don't have to do any of that shit that everyone says. I want to impact a million dollars, make a billion dollars. Cool. If that's what you need. Awesome. That's just not me. I just want to be known to impact some people and make some money so I can enjoy my experience on the planet. So I get to help other people. I get to do the things for charity that we do. I get to tie the way that we do. I get to make an impact in this world. And that's all I give a shit about. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> Like, did you, you didn't see these before. You, you're doing too good of a job. I'm fucking awesome I I at could, this, job. I thought job. I would stump you a little bit. Like, you didn't even hesitate. Stank, I'm so good at this. What are you talking about? This is, this is winging it. I don't need no fucking list. <laughs> Obviously, you don't. So... I don't know how many people know, but you've obviously transitioned. I know you don't really talk a lot about your golf and some of the other things that you did earlier earlier on in your life and your career. Um, but have you, as you have transitioned, what is the best business and personal decisions that you've made? And I know we touched on those a little bit about what was a difficult decision or a negative thing that actually became a positive thing. But 
just what what are what's the number one business decision and, and I can think of a couple of things business wise, but business wise and personal and personally, what are the two kind of decisions that have um you feel like today looking back is the most like the most positive or the best decisions um that you made? Hiring for the shit that I don't know how to do and hiring for the people like I I'm just not good at a lot of things and I know that and so I just hire people to do it I hire people for a lot of things you know some people are super judgy about it and some people are like oh it must be nice no the reason why I can do what I do and make the money that I do and like what the impact that we're making in this world is because I hire fucking other people I hire people to do all the shit that I'm not good at I know what I'm not good at so I just do that and I have an amazing business manager Ricky who takes care of a lot of things I mean I ask for help a lot i think the thing that i do really well is well and a lot of people ask me like how do you do it i just intentionally just fucking decide to do it and i think i've been blessed in a lot of regards i don't want to act like this is like you know just random and you know whatever but like i've been around a lot of successful people my whole entire life and i don't know if i've talked about this on the podcast but like when i was a kid i grew up around um i grew up on a golf course and i was around adults ever since I was like little, like I was around adults in diapers type of situation. And I've always been around adults and I've always been around successful adults because in the golf industry where my, my, my dad was in the golf industry. And then when I stopped working for my dad in the golf industry and I, I got a job working for someone else in the golf industry, I think I was 14 or 13 or 14. And I was at private country clubs. So most people who are members at private country clubs have some sort of financial success or they chances are on their own business or something along those lines. And since I was like 12 or 13 years old, I've been around successful business people. And that has been a huge blessing of mine. I just listen to the way that other people make decisions. I listen to how they speak about certain things. I listen to how they invest. And I've been very, very blessed to be around successful people. And I put myself in those positions and I pay attention. And um, I think that that's just been really helpful in businesses. Like, and also too, like the fact that my confidence is as high as it is that like I make decisions quite quickly and I don't have a lot of self-doubt. I have a lot of self-trust. I now I, I still am afraid of things, but I trust that I'll be able to figure it out. And I think that those are the keys. Like when I know I need to do something, because again, I've built that self-trust muscle that I know I have to do something. I'm usually 99% of the time going to do it. And I think that that's a huge thing in business. And I think a lot of people, that's why they work with me. They want to build their self-trust. They want to build their confidence muscle so they can make those decisions as well. So yeah, does that answer the question? So when you were 13 or 14 years old, do you remember there being, or do you think there was actual intentionality with, I'm going to take this job to stay in the golf industry in order to be around those types of people? Or is that something that you realize later on in life that because you were in those situations, then you that's what you got from it? Oh, I've realized that now. I realize that now I, I didn't realize it back then. So, you know, now I've, I've screamed it from the rooftops, surround yourself with great people, be around successful people. But I never realized that like when I was 13 years old, I was doing the exact same fucking thing that I tell everyone to do now. So it wasn't necessarily intentional. You, you're in the golf industry. You stayed in the golf industry. But looking back now, you think that that was one of your best decisions was um, surrounding yourself with those types of people. And that was because you decided to continue to work in the golf industry, even after even after not working for your dad anymore. Yeah, absolutely. It was kind of like a God thing for sure that I was able to. But then now looking back, it just is like it makes so much sense. So what um, what decision or why I remember you talking about the podcast for some time before you actually started it? What prompted you to finally make that decision to do your first podcast? Number one, and we're on 100 today. Because I needed to quit being a wimp. Like I, I felt like I was overwhelmed. I felt like I couldn't do a bunch of things. And so we hired someone to come on and do the SEO for it. And we hired a podcast producer and, you know, like I just felt like it was one more thing, but I always feel like there's going to be one more thing, but that's the reason why you got to put in systems and have strategies and policies and procedures and all the things. And the more you grow, the more policies, 
procedures and strategies and policies that you need to put in. And so you just need to fucking jump and figure it out. No one knows how to start a podcast until you fucking start a podcast. No one knows how to start a business until you fucking start a business. No one knows. You and I were talking about this on our walk this morning. Your um, CFO said to you, no one knows how to run a $50 million business. No one in this room knows how to run a $50 million business. We just got to fucking figure it out. And that's 100% the truth. Because until you've done something, you don't know how to fucking do it. So find someone who knows how to do it. That's the reason why I hired Kevin, my podcast producer, and Tiffany, our SEO, and my amazing assistant, Ricky. We fucking figured it out. And we hired people who knew what the fuck they were doing. Yeah, and it's hard, and it's difficult, and it is funny, because we were talking about that today. <laughs> um, give us a glimpse into what the next 100 episodes looks looks like to you. Oh, gosh, I don't know. I just, I really just try to take it one episode at a time. I just try to find the best people that I could possibly find that I know is going to serve this audience. I, I, you guys tell me what you like. You tell me what you don't really like. Well, you, sometimes you don't tell, you don't tell me what you don't like, but sometimes you tell me what you don't like. And uh, yeah, we're just going to keep bringing on the best people to help you decide it's your turn. We're going to bring on, you know, men and women from around the world who are doing really cool things. And you might be one of those people, or you might know one of those people. So always send me a message. If you think someone's great to be on the podcast, I don't like those spammy emails, but I do like, you know, recommendations from you guys of people who would be a great fit. And, you know, I've had a few people over the years asked to be on the podcast and normally I say no, but every once in a while I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. You have an amazing story and let's share it with the around the world. So I see that we're at the, almost the end of our questions. How many more left? On my checklist, how many more left? Yes. Or how many more do we need to quote wing? <laughs> On your checklist, how many? We're almost done. Thank you guys so much for sticking around. we got a few more questions. Um, and if you have any questions for us, please send them because we could probably do a whole nother episode. And just uh, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I can't believe this is 100. Again, I'm so very proud of you for doing this 100 times. I remember you so vividly talking about, I need to start it. I can't start it. I don't have time. I don't want to do it. I don't know how to do it. I'm scared of it. So very proud of you for, for the 100th episode. Um, I guess last question, and this is a little bit repetitive, but um, and, and we've talked about some positive things. And again, I, th I think at least I look at a lot of negative things you can learn from. So through your 100, 100 episodes of doing the podcast, um, what's the worst experience from doing or hosting the podcast? What's the worst thing that's happened? Oh, fuck. I don't know. What's horrible that's happened? Oh, I had a lot of a lot of negative comments. Remember when I had Vegas Dave on? So if you guys oh, know, yeah. Vegas Dave is a sports consultant he calls himself and i just really followed him because i watched what he did in business like he, i watched how he grew on social media and what he was able to do and i was fucking like man this guy is unrelenting it's so fucking cool what he's been able to do however i got phone calls and hate mail and emails and dms i actually took my own um, voice off of my actual cell phone um, because I didn't want people to know it was me. I just went, like did a plain voice note, like a, you know, what, what are those called? Like just like the recorded voice message because I didn't want to put my, yeah, the automated one. I didn't want to have my own name on there. So I got some hate for that. But again, it's kind of like the way I tell people all the time. I just recently did a podcast. It hasn't come out yet with Clinton Anderson. He is uh, the number one horse trainer in the world. He teaches people how to train horses and he's very controversial in a lot of regards. And his episode will be coming out sometime this fall. And it's interesting because I, he was asking me about um, him starting his own podcast and all the things. And he's like, should I be worried? And I said, the only thing you should be worried about is if you kind of go back, you guys know a lot of celebrities right now are just kind of like they do something and then they put out this huge apology and they're like, I shouldn't have done it and all the things. I like to stand up for what I fucking done. And I know why I had Vegas Dave on this podcast. I never once said, oh, Vegas Dave is the greatest human on the planet or, oh, Vegas Dave treats women amazing or, oh, Vegas Dave is like a relationship fucking expert. I said, no, Vegas Dave is fucking great at what he's done to grow himself on social media. That's why I fucking had him on and he's confident as shit. So that's what the episode was about. And I stood fucking by it and I still stand by it today. Now, do I know what he's up to today? No. Dude, dude might go to jail. I don't really give two fucks. The point was he was on the episode for that reason. So that was like a negative thing. But again, it was helpful for me to go like, no, this is why I did it. 
This is what I said, and I stand by that. And it's the same thing I told Clinton when his podcast comes out. I go, yeah, you say very stupid shit sometimes, and you say things that I like make me cringe, and I swear like a sailor. But I said, no matter what you do, don't fucking backpedal. Don't apologize for it. It's who you fucking are. So I think that that's you know, quote unquote, a bad thing. But I also think I made it into a good thing because he's on the podcast. I never fucking took it away and I never fucking apologized for it. So there we go. I think that's an unbelievable way to end. That's a great answer. And that just shows who you are and what you stand for and what you've done over 100 episodes. And I think that also gives everyone a glimpse into what the next 100 episodes are going to be. They're going to be authentic. You're going to have people on there, not because you necessarily, um, agree with what they have to say, but because they have done something that uh, deserves to be heard or considered or um, allow them to get their message out there or, or get some some words out there. So it doesn't sound like we need to take your, uh, your, your guests all in on everything. We need to pay attention to what exactly they're on there for and pay attention to that. Yes, I love it. You know, I think on a recent episode, I said, uh, take what you want and leave what you don't. And that's a perfect slogan. That's a perfect way to end this. You guys, not every episode is going to be for you. Take what you want and leave what you don't. I'm so, so grateful for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Please share this with someone. Please rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. And don't ever forget for now, the next hundred episodes, the next thousand episodes, you have the power to decide it's your turn. Thank you all so much for joining me on today's episode of the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. If today's episode resonated with you at all, please share it with a friend. Also, head on over to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review and a comment. What is it that you want us to talk about that will help you realize that at any moment and any day, you too can decide it's your turn. I'm Christina LeCure. I'll see you next time.